0: Inside every one of us, deep in the soul, are the dreams we have for ourselves. Dreams of what might be, of what we might become, and how we might change the world by changing ourselves. You can achieve whatever you can dream. All it takes is a plan and the right teacher. Welcome to Success Left a Clue, the inspiring podcast from Robert Raymond Riopele who has traveled the world for over 15 years, unlocking the dreams we all have. And now, here's Robert. Well,
1: welcome everybody to Success Left a Clue. This is episode number 18, and let's get rocking and rolling today. You know, I just returned back from an amazing event in Orlando, where not only did I get to host an event and do some teaching, but I was able to be a student, sit at the back of the room, watch, watch, Listen and learn. And uh, yeah, ah, there are some amazing, amazing people. And one of the lessons I learned that I want to kind of talk to you right about, talk to you about right now, that I learned was from a gentleman by the name of Sam Crowley. And Sam Crowley, now check him out, S A M and then Crowley, C R O W L E Y. He is a podcasting king. And Sam Crowley, one of the things that he was talking about is he was talking about podcasting and the proper length, what they've showed with research. And first of all, I'm going to suggest you check out his podcast. It's called Every Day is Saturday. An amazing story behind it. Check it out. I won't go into the details, but I believe you'll really, really enjoy it. And like me, he's a little bit crazy, which is totally awesome. And one of the things he was saying is that in all his time, research from you know people's commute time and all that, What they boiled it down to is a perfect length of a podcast is going to be between about 12 and 15, 12 and 17 minutes. And so that's, you know, I thought, wow, I hadn't had that information before. And so I'm, when he said that, I was like, this is pretty cool. And my data backs it up as well, because most of my podcasts are right around in that length and we're doing great on the downloads. It's when I do like an interview that all of a sudden where we're an hour or like podcast number 12, where we're an hour and 12 minutes, we're still getting downloads, but not as many. And so that was a nice light bulb that went off in the head for me. And so I thought I'd toss that lesson back to you and just let you know, especially those of you who want to do podcasts of your own. It's a clue of success. That's what this program's about. That's what this podcast is all about. Success left a clue. That was a great one coming in from Sam Crowley. So Sam Crowley, thank you for that. Now what's today's episode about? Well, today I've decided to call this one really interesting name. Don't let your success be your identity. Don't let your success be your identity. And let me tell you what I mean by that. You know, so I'm I'm back home now. We've I've got a month to just down or, or wind down, relax at home be with family, all of that amazing stuff. And so, you know, it's, it, it is even depending on when you're listening to this. I know it's already the new year, but this is being recorded right in the heart of the holiday season right now. And so we're decorating the trees. We're decorating the house. We're getting things ready. You can have family over all of that fun stuff. And one of the things that my wife Roxanne and I love to do while we're preparing and doing things around the house is we love to listen to shows, especially inspirational shows, uh, you know, holiday shows, if that's the case, if it's around that time. And one of the shows that we happen to be listening to was by Oprah from her own network. And it's called, you know, Where Are They Now? And this was a special episode on Olympians. People that are, you know, are future Olympians, current Olympians, or past Olympians. And they're going through and listening to their stories. And something that I heard again and again from the people who are past Olympians that really hit me and really resonated, I'll tie that in in a little bit. But what they were saying is they're talking about how, you know, when they were in the Olympics, whether they are bronze medalist, silver medalist, gold medalist, and of course, to be on this show They all ended up being gold medalists, at least. And they were talking about the transition, transitioning from when they decide to step back from the Olympics and actually go into everyday life, going from where their whole life was defined by who they were as an Olympian, practicing hour after hour after hour, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. Being ready, being an Olympic level, an Olympic level athlete, you have to be totally inundated and totally just immersed in that world. And so that was their life. And so that kind of started to define who they were. It, it, it seeped into the psyche and it became who they were. And for the most part, like one of the Olympians, and I can't even remember which one it was, But their job now, one of the things they love to do, their passions, is they work with Olympians in that transition. Because what a lot of people don't know is that when an Olympian goes from being a world class, the best in the world, and they step back, a lot of them end up going into depression. They go into depression because all of a sudden they've gone from the top of the world to, what now? Who am I? Who am I outside of the Olympics? I don't know who I am. And for a number of them, they actually struggle with that. They struggle to identify and think about who they are, figure out who they are. And for a lot of them, it takes years if they ever come out of it. And, you know, when I was listening to this and I was, um, well, listening to the episode as we were doing the decorating, all of a sudden I started to resonate because I I do the same thing. Olympians are no different than anybody else. We all you know can build into and we can all end up having our identity identity be tied to what we do instead of who we are. And I'll give you the example from my life. So here we are, 2004. I finally get the chance to do my first training. Just me, assistant trainer, full on doing all the data and delivering the whole data, 1,200 students. And next thing you know, I'm in that euphoric stage of traveling around North America at the time and then eventually the world teaching people. Day in, day out, I'm immersed in that, immersed. And of course, I luckily I am kept grounded by amazing people in my life. So, I don't, I go through what I call the starstruck stage. Every trainer does. As I teach trainers, and I've trained thousands of them around the world, I'll tell them I don't care who you are. You're going to go through the starstruck stage where it's like, wow, look at me. Everybody loves me. And that's the same thing athletes go through. And it's not a question of going through it. The question is, is how quickly will you get through it? So, listen to that because this is, doesn't just pertain to um, training to Olympics. This uh, you know, pertains to every area of your life. If you're good, if you get to the top of a game, if you get near the top on that climb, you're going to go through a star stage. And the question is, how quickly will you get through it? And so I started going through that star struck stage. Next thing you know, I'm doing 40 to 50 full on trainings a year. On average, my wife, Roxanne and I are home two days a month. We are totally immersed in this energy of being on stage in front of hundreds, being on stage in front of thousands of people, changing lives, having a blast. And then in 2008 September, I decide to take a one-year hiatus and take one year off. And for those of you who know me, have been with me before, you know that one year actually turned into three and a half years. And one of the reasons that not a lot of people know, that I don't actually openly share. But I, you know, when I learned this lesson yesterday, or when I heard this yesterday, I thought, I'm going to share it on this podcast. One of the things that did go on for me in my life is I did crash. Call it burnout, call it depression, call it what you will. But one of the things that did cause me to take a little bit longer than a year to come out of my hiatus from that break is I went through that kind of identity crisis. Who am I outside of being a trainer? See, because also now I'm not in the limelight. I'm not consistently in front of people. And so, you know, you'd reach out to people who thought knew you or you thought you knew that they knew you or you knew them. And, you know, they would be willing to help you on your next idea, your next journey. And it's like, No. Because now I wasn't in a position to assist them. They weren't wanting to assist me. And it was an interesting learning curve. And again, thank goodness I have people in my life to keep me grounded, but to also lift me up. Because as I went through this, I did go through the journey of having to identify myself outside of being a trainer, outside of being a seminar leader. And... When I decided to come out of training, it did nothing but impact me and help me be even more of who I am today. Be even more authentic because like anybody, you call it the 15 minutes of fame, whatever it is, I don't have any delusion that I'm, while I'm in the spotlight. I'm in people's minds. But the moment I'm out of the spotlight, I'm not. And now, you know what? I'm okay with that. And so listening to that TV episode yesterday, it was like, wow, what a great lesson. How does this relate to my life? And I'm going to then turn it around to each and every one of you. How does this relate to your lives? Where have you kind of tied your identity to what you do as to who you are? And, Where can you choose to kind of maybe take and go from one to the other and say, you know what? No, I am who I am. What I do is just part of me. It is not all of me. Because ladies and gentlemen, when you start to do that, that's when you're going to be able to take your life back. That's when you're going to be able to fully live your life. That's when you're going to be able to really appreciate the people and the things around you on a day to day basis. So I'm thankful for that lesson from yesterday. And I really just wanted to get that out in a podcast. So I hope that you've all found some wisdom in this. I hope this has made some sense and it helps you out. This point forward, the podcast, we're going to keep them to the 12 to kind of like 12, 15 minute level and just keep kicking out those little nuggets of wisdoms, Those clues that success has left all over the place. Here's to having 2017 be an absolutely amazing year. This is the all-in year, as we talked about on the previous podcast. Know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. And when I say run, that's what the all-in is. You run with it. You don't hold yourself back. You don't uh, don't, uh, second guess, whatever it is. You just go all-in and you run with it. So here's Robert Raymond Real pal. Success Left A Clue, episode number 18. Please remember to go to www.successleftaclue.com for the transcriptions of these podcasts. Also, the website, you can see where I'm going to be, you can see where I'm training. Lots of great nuggets on the website now. So definitely visit us there. And also, again, if you wouldn't mind... Go to iTunes. I know it's an extra step, but on your computer, go to iTunes. Leave us a rating. Leave us a a comment. Let us know what you've been thinking of this podcast. We'll keep delivering them and having fun. So have an awesome day, and we'll talk to you again on the next podcast, Success Left a Clue. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you
0: then. You've been listening to Success Left a Clue with Robert Raymond Riopel author of the soon-to-be-released book, Success Left a Clue. We hope today's inspiring message brings you closer to your dreams. To access program notes and helpful links, visit successleftaclue.com. Turn your dreams into reality. Please join us again for the next episode of Success Left a Clue.